It's episode 110 of the Mickey File Podcast, and this week we'll share some news about new menu items, the holiday season, and how Disney came through Hurricane Ian. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 110 of the Mickey File Podcast. I am Scott, and with me, as always, my lovely wife, Karen. Hello, everybody. It is after Hurricane Ian. It is. And uh, for the most part, everybody has come through it pretty good. I think so. Yeah. So we'll talk. uh, We were at Disney Friday, Saturday, Sunday morning Mm -hmm. after it. So we will talk about that. Yes. A little bit. A little bit. And some other stuff. Mm-hmm. But I guess we can go ahead and start with the news. <laughs> I guess so. We got no housekeeping, right? I don't think so. Okay. Nothing I am aware of. <laughs> Nothing I am aware of. Nothing I am aware of either. So characters have returned to Ohana's Best Friends Breakfast. Um, The character dining experience allows guests to eat with Lilo, Stitch, Mickey Mouse, and Pluto. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, The meal runs $45 for an adult and $29 for kids. How do they do Lilo? Is that like a base character? No. Well, no. Um, it's a full character, not face. Oh. So, wears a head as well that looks like Lilo. Right. So, like they do at, uh, Hollywood and Vine. Yes. I guess, for like... Yes. All those Disney Junior characters. Pretty much almost exactly like it, yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, additionally... Cape May Cafe at Disney's Beach Club, the Minnie's Beach Bash Breakfast has returned as well. So that runs the same price, um, but that dining experience um, includes Minnie, Donald, Daisy, and Goofy. Yeah, that's cool. Mm -hmm. I saw some pictures on Facebook today from a friend of ours. Yes, said that the character interaction was on point. Yes. As she also said, the food was very good, too. Yeah, good. Yeah. That was one we originally had reservations for before the shutdown. Yeah, I don't remember that for sure. I I mean, I'll take your word for it, but I don't remember. Yeah. What I have noticed since it reopened is it's not so fishy when you walk by there. Well, and I think because now they have breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and before it was, I think, just dinner, which is the fish. So now I think they're cooking other stuff, which is getting rid of the fish smell. Maybe that's it. Yeah. So, But But I I mean, we went through there. Uh, Saturday? Yeah, I can't. Well, we did Mm -hmm. on Saturday. I can't remember if we went through there at dinner. Anyway. It was just before dinner. It was late. It was because we had a okay. r- really early. Yeah, and it wasn't 
it was not bad in there. No, not at all. Not like it had been. Right. So that's good. That's encouraging. Yeah. Until October 31st, guests can head over to the Edison to grab any of their four signature Halloween-inspired cocktails. So they have Halloween flavor of pumpkin spice forever cocktail. Um, It's inspired by pumpkin spice latte. It's a blend of Stoli Elite vodka, Borghetti espresso liquor, Beretti biscotti liqueur, pumpkin spice, and black walnut. Okay. Then they have a spooky spirit with the eye drop. It's a blend of absolute citron, Cointro, acid adjusted simple syrup, and cherry juice topped off with an eyeball. <laughs> just, what? I know they're not owned by Disney, but God, Disney's just in love with the eyeball this year. <laughs> it's all over everything, isn't it? It is. It's <laughs> that, that weird op pocket or whatever it is. Yeah. At the uh, not so scary. Mm hmm. It's <laughs> just funny. <laughs> uh, they also have a drink called the Blood Donor that they're serving in a blood bag. Uh, it's Aperol, Salerno, Espolone, Silver, Lime Juice, and Simple Syrup. They also have one called the Red Rum, throwing back to The Shining, I suppose. Uh-huh. It features Cruzon rum, uh, this Orgeat that is in everything at Disney again, uh, apparently this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hints of lemon, honey, and cinnamon finished with muddled berries. Yeah, I thought it was kind of neat. I'm kind of surprised that none of them have absinthe, because that's kind of their big thing over there. Well, and yeah. it's cool. I mean, it's not like real absinthe, but... right. Um, so I'm surprised they didn't find a way to throw it in one of them, but I mean, it's interesting. Uh-huh. Try to make it fun. Yeah. Very spooky Halloween is inspired. Yeah, I guess so. hmm I don't know. If we're back over there between now and Halloween at Disney Springs at night and staying, um, we'll probably try something. Something. Yeah. I'm not drinking out of a bag, but... <laughs> Well, no, it's in a bag and you pour it in. I know it's supposed it to be fun, but yeah. is it? Or is it like one of those things you're supposed to, you know, that you use to smuggle wine into a football game or something? Um, well, it showed it in a glass with, uh, okay. the, with the little blood bag. So gotcha. I'm guessing you pour it into the... Okay. Yeah. The 50th anniversary gold character statues around Disney World now have entered now have interactions that are taking on a frightening turn. Um, what it's doing when you go up to Figment, it will play the Adams Family-esque music. All the 50 statues apparently do it for Halloween. Hmm. So they either say something spooky or play spooky music. I think is, it's kind of neat. Is Disney making the... I know it says Adams Family-esque. Is... Disney making the Adams Family movie? Or did they make the Adams Family movie? I'm not sure. 
Yeah, I don't know. Apparently not, because the Wednesday Adams thing is on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but I thought that was kind of neat about that they put that in there for the Halloween thing. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. I probably like it a little more if they just worked a little better instead of fooling around with them, but sounds fun. Yeah. Well, this might be a way to get them to interact more. Yeah, right. Right, because they don't do a lot. Right. Actually, they do more than everybody thinks, but you can't hear them. Right. Actually, that's just what I was about to say. The volume on them isn't very loud. Right. But then when there's nobody around, you can hear it really well. See, it sounds really loud. Because I remember when we were at Epcot, we could hear all the characters before the World Showcase really well. But it's because there was nobody there and very little music. Right, because we were... um, It was like 10 (laughs) o'clock. Yeah, it was Moonlight Magic, so... Right. Anyway, yeah. Well, Disney World has announced all of the full details for the upcoming holiday season. Obviously, we knew about the Christmas party, but it's giving more details as far as the times for the parades and the shows, that type of thing. For Epcot International Festival, the holidays, they've provided the holiday storyteller details, where they're at, the show times for it, how long each of the storytellers are out for. Right. Like each of the little sets, like 15, 20 minutes, whatever. Um, that That's all been revealed. They've listed the holiday decor, what's going to be included, including the parks, resorts, and Disney Springs. Okay. Given a list of all the additional entertainment that's going on in and around the parks. And we will go ahead and put a link in the show notes at the end. Yeah. So they'll be on whatever podcast app you listen to, but they'll also be on our Facebook group and mm-hmm. our Facebook page and probably on Instagram. Yeah. So you'll be able to check that stuff out. Mm-hmm. So it's it's nice that they're giving enough information to add so you can, you know, make your plans around it as far as meals yeah. and things like I'm that. I'm excited about seeing the storytellers again. Yeah, because we never really got to see all of them last year. No, we didn't. We saw the Hanukkah guy and we saw the one in Norway and the one in France. Right. And the one in England. But we didn't see the whole... A couple of them we walked up, it was when they were partway through it. So I know that the one in France, we walked up and he was about halfway through. So I'd actually right. like to see the whole thing of all of them. Right. So that's just me. Um, new menu items are coming to Territory Lounge and Roaring Fork at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. At Territory Lounge, they have a Territory Popcorn Sampler, an Artisanal Cheese and Charcuterie, Loaded Baked Potato Flatbread, and a Salmon Run. Okay. That's what's coming to Territory Lounge. Roaring Fork has pretty much completely adding all sorts of new items and changes to their breakfast, lunch, and dinner menus. It was way in detail. So I figured 
we can provide the information. Plus, it's kind of been all over. A lot of people have um, listed it out there, the changes. Okay. Animal Kingdom Lodge welcomed the early birth of a rare African antelope. Uh, it's an addicts antelope, known as the white antelope, and also as a screwhorn antelope, so I bet you can picture why it got that name. Um, it's native to the Sahara Desert, and while it's extremely rare in the wild, it's actually pretty common in captivity because all the zoos have them. Mm -hmm. uh, Disney has not announced the sex or the name of the new calf, but said mom and calf are doing well and resting safely together, and they've started nuzzling, nursing, and bonding. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It was just a little premature, so it'll take a little while for them to make sure everything's cool. Yeah. It's cute. The 1971 turnstile. The 1971 turnstiles have been removed from the Country Bear Jamboree lobby. I understand why. I mean, it's you know, six more people you can get in there. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It kind of fit, and it's quaint and. Nostalgic. Mm -hmm. Um, it probably does make it a lot easier to get wheelchairs and scooters and even strollers. Yes, through because you have multiple doors then to get in. Yeah, I'm a little torn I know. about it just because it's you know. Well, they did the same thing at um, Carousel of Progress. Yeah, it was just one of those cool things. Mm -hmm. So I'm really surprised they hadn't moved it from removed it from the people mover yet. It's still there. I can't even picture if it is still there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm less concerned with it at the Carousel of Progress. People Mover, it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But Country Bear, I don't know. No, I was torn when I saw the thing about it. I went, oh. Yeah. But they're gone. They gone. wonder who they sold them to. That would be a cool thing to have in the house. Okay. <laughs> like at the front door. We can count how many people come into our house. Or how many times we go in and out of the door. Right. <laughs> that would be kind of funny, actually. How many times do you go in and out of the door a day? Yeah. This month. You're funny. Those only turn one direction, though. Yeah, so be... So they won't count going out. That's like I remember back in the day, you know, like Bush Gardens and Disney World both. They had turnstiles coming and going. Right. I guess so they could go, hey, we had ten thousand people come in and there's still fifteen people somewhere. And it was never very accurate because you could just wheelchairs turn it. for sure didn't go oh, through that's on them. But it gave you an idea and you know, if there was an issue where 10,000 people came in and 5,000 left, they kind of had an idea that something was wrong. Yeah, true. But 
you know, now it's really just nostalgia anywhere yeah. they are because the magic band knows. Yeah. But I like the nostalgia. I do too. Yeah. So there is up to a 35% discount available for Disney Visa card members at Alani on most travel dates between January 5th and March 30th of 2023. It's obviously the based on room type, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Why does nobody really talk about how poor the sales must be for Alani? That they're still selling it. <laughs> that they're giving discounts for cash rooms. You know, DVC hotels aren't supposed to have that many cash rooms. Right. It's just, I don't know. I I don't know if, like, I don't even know when Vero Beach and Hilton Head opened. But being on the East Coast, I feel like they probably get a lot more traffic. Hawaii's tough. Yeah. But. It's not like you can just drive there or pop over there. Cause that isn't that resort like ten years old. I don't know. Eleven years old. Hmm. Yeah. Just weird. Yeah. Anyway, so I did have something funny happen. I was looking on the Facebook and it popped up in your memories, you know, that only you can see. Uh -huh. And four years ago, we were getting our first little flight of cider and beer. And it was the day we stopped by oh. DVC to ask them how much it is to set up for a tour. Yeah, I guess it Four was. years ago today. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so four four years ago next, what is today, Wednesday? So next week will be four years ago that we bought it. Yep. No, actually next Thursday. Right, and I believe we'd so gone. We went on Friday and then went back on Saturday. Right. And it was a week later, right? It went the next day. No, it was a week later. Yeah. Because we had actually done some investigation and reading a bunch of things and stuff like that, and that in between. Yeah, so that's cool. I know. I just thought it was. I just thought it was very funny that it popped up while I was making the show notes. I just thought it was entertaining. Yeah, it was. Uh, DVC news. There is a new DVC magic band that I have a picture of. Yes, you do. Because it was for sale at Saratoga on. Sunday. Mm -hmm. uh, it is available for pre-arrival purchase for $34.99. It's normally $44.99. Yeah, I guess I didn't look at that. Well, I didn't because I was trying to meet you and they didn't have what I went into that store to look for. So I just saw that and sent you a picture to see if you wanted it and then Right. Ran away from there. So. <laughs> so, yeah. It was pretty cool. It, it was pretty neat. 
Yeah, I mean, okay. I it's it's not the one I want because I really just want to get back the one I had. But it is kind of neat. Yeah, it's fairly generic. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's got the DVC Mickey head logo, which is cool. Yeah, I've always the, liked that. On the, the face, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it says Disney Vacation Club, that logo on... Disney yeah, Vacation I guess it does Club say member. Disney Vacation Club member. Mm-hmm. And then it's got kind of like the generic uh, Mickey with a suitcase, Mickey on the beach. Uh, yeah, which was the logo they logos. had on merchandise like three years ago, I think. It was, yeah. It's not... So it's... It's white and blue and black or Grayish, gray. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is not the resort specific one. It's more like the logo on the DVC member magnets and right stuff right. on your on your uh, naughty. Mm-hmm. Yes. That. Yes, it's that one. But it's pretty cool. I don't I mean, know what it does because it was just on a display, so I don't know. Like, well, I mean, I know what it does. And you can choose different colors on it anyways, but... Yeah, but it seems like... So I was looking through mine the other day, because mm-hmm. I have three now. Yes, you do. And all three of them have all the colors available, but they all have a unique to that magic band color scheme. Oh, okay. Kind of as the default. So the Haunted Mansion one is... A haunted mansion colors the partner statue one i think is called like celebration or something yeah and i think that's the one i had on my 50th one too but yeah. so yeah I, I didn't get to see what that looks like yeah it was cool i, I kind of dig it i don't need a fourth one but it i kind of dig it yeah that's why i was debating on that yeah uh the other dvc thing is that dining reservations are now open again for Kona Cafe for dates on and after November 1st. So they are reopening. Yes, so the refurbishments are almost done. Yeah. And I don't know the last time we were in the Polynesian. July, I guess, that we were actually in there. But I don't think they were doing like a, a hard. Get- well, I mean, okay, we walked through it. Right. When we left, I guess the Halloween party, because we took the boat to Polynesian and then went over to TTC. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, we didn't go upstairs. Right. So I, I don't think it was like a real elaborate. I think they were doing carpets and things yeah, like that. Yeah. Soft goods, basically. Yeah. So it's getting ready to reopen uh, November first. Yeah. Less than a month. Yes. That's it for news. I know. So, a um, couple of, it's not going to be a real long episode this week, although that took 24 minutes. Oh, longer than I thought it was going to take. Yeah. We were at Epcot for the 40th anniversary of the opening of Epcot, mm-hmm. which we discussed kind of last week. Yes. So, it was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't do... A lot. There was a D23 event that um, we had a, they called it a mixer. 
So we had like a continental breakfast. It was pastry, muffins, fruit, uh, fruit, cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was, it was Co- a you know, coffee, breakfast. tea, orange juice. It was also ninety nine dollars and included admission and parking. So if you don't, if you didn't so, have a ticket, it was a great deal. Yeah, yeah, because it was way cheaper than buying coming. a ticket for the day. We did get into the park early and got to go get merchandise before the line became a four-hour wait to get into Creation Shop to buy Epcot 40th Anniversary merchandise. Yes. And for day of, there was a hat and a couple of shirts and some pins. I don't know that there was anything else. For day of, yeah, there was one pin. There was a couple shirts, yeah. There was a pass a holder and a regular one, a hat. Oh, and and a, and, a, and a woman's shirt. Yeah, so there's a, a men's shirt, shirt and right. A, right. So I ended up getting going back a couple of days later and getting it. Now it's a little small, but I don't care. I would just want the shirt anyways. <laughs> oh, so this was not like the fiftieth where, where they did not have day of the next day. Right, and party it. And and I actually spoke with the cast member when I went back, and she goes. I was really shocked when I came in here Monday and they still had it. And I said, well, yeah, she, she goes, not like the 50th. She goes, but that was a um, supply issue. Well, yeah, right. I, I can believe that. Right. So um, now they were limited on sizes on some things on day of. Like they pretty much had medium and below, uh, large and below. You're but, talking about when you went? On Monday, yeah. Yeah. So, but they now, were... one thing I really liked, mm-hmm. and we did not wait in virtual queue to go for the 50th anniversary stuff. Right. But what I really liked was like the t shirts, they had full displays of small, medium, large, extra large, double X. Right. I don't know if they had triple X, 3XL. Yeah, on some of the, on some items they did have. But they had the shirts separated, so you were not going through sat- stacks of shirts. You went over and got one off the medium, right? Got one off the extra large, whatever. They were so very organized. Really cool. Yeah, they had the hats like everywhere. Yeah, which was also pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And the pins, um, they did what they've been doing. They had them in those rotating bins, which I think was great because that way many different people can reach it. Mm -hmm. What it was, they had pictures of everything on the table, on the bin, whatever. Yes. So I think the merchandise, they handled pretty well. There's some cool stuff. Yeah. That, uh, I like that little short sleeve button up shirt. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, they did have some neat, maybe not the greatest choice for me because it's white, but, Okay. I'm still going to wear it. I know you are. Uh, yeah, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the breakfast thing started, I think, at 9.30. Yeah, right. And then at... And it ran till like 11.20. 10.20. Was it 10.20? Well, that's when we went over to the... They walked us over at 10.30. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Right, so at 10.30, they walked us from the World Show Place, mm-hmm. which is that building between Canada and the UK that's like a festival building. Right. And they um, took us over to the American Garden Theater. 
Yes. Where they were having the 40th anniversary celebration mm-hmm. ceremony. Ceremony at 11 o'clock. That was pretty interesting. Yeah. They had Mariachi Cobra Cobre came out and sang like, I don't know, five or six songs. Mm-hmm. They did, you know, I, 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 and all, all the stuff you usually see them. So they did. Um, they did a couple I hadn't heard before. They did the Coco song, and now I. The world is my familia, familia, or whatever. Right. I'm not exactly sure what the name of the song is that, because it goes back and forth in English. I so. believe that's the name of the song is the familia. I think the world is mi familia. Yeah. Um. So they did that, and they did some cool stuff. Very cool songs. Yeah. They were there for a long time because they were an opening day show. Yes. Act. And there are two guys that are still with that band that were their opening day and, as a matter of fact, worked at Disneyland before they were sent over here. Yeah, they were working at Disneyland and then were brought in for opening of Epcot. And that was 40 years ago, and I have to tell you, neither one of them, like, with the whole huge group, there were, I don't know, 10 at least people on stage. Right. They did not look like the oldest ones. Um, they were not the oldest. Right. <laughs> and, and if you just said two of the guys on the stage were here 40 years ago. You would not have guessed them. You would have picked. There were three other guys you would have picked before you got to them. Yeah. So I thought it was pretty cool. But it was very cool that there were two of them. Uh-huh. They had the uh, Disney World ambassadors kind of emceed it. Mm-hmm. And the... The vice president of who's in charge of Epcot, mm-hmm. um, came out and made a presentation. It was a little awkward. Yeah, it was. Because she made a big deal about the cast members who were in the audience who were who have been at Epcot for 40 years. Yeah, who were there at opening. Right. right. And acknowledged them, and nobody stood up. And, like, she didn't say... Please rise. Please stand up yeah. and be, you know, recognized or whatever. And Josh Demaro was sitting there. He was like directly in front of us, mm-hmm. you know, rows in front of us. But he was like directly in front of us. And we could see him waving his hands like, stand up, stand up, stand up. And I, you could tell he was, and, he could tell he was saying something too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they never did stand up. So I yeah. had no idea how many employees, cast members. Right. There were, and that's a shame because that's it, a big deal. That's a huge, that's a huge, Listen, it's, it's monumental. It's not as big as 50. But 40 is huge. But I also feel like at least some of those people probably worked in Magic Kingdom and before Epcot. Yeah, and were brought over, yeah. You know, so, yeah, it, it's a shame. But, yes. But it was a very nice ceremony. Oh, they had... Uh, uh, the vo- uh, Voices of, of Liberty... Liberty. Did um, several songs, mm-hmm. um, so that was very cool too. And they're amazing to listen to. Yeah, both the groups were. Yeah. So it was it was fun. It was a it was a nice ceremony. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool that we actually they made sure we had the reserved seating, which was nice. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, we were like directly behind Josh tomorrow and mm-hmm. Jeff. I, nobody knows how to say his name. I, vale Vale. No idea. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I just to but me, he's it looks the guy in charge of Walt Disney World now, right? So, so that was kind of cool. Yeah, it was pretty neat. So, yeah. um, Tony Hand finally got her picture with Josh. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> but they had, um, so they had neat, um, 
I mean, it was the same map to come into Epcot, but it did have a commemorative map for the 40th because it actually had the date on it. Yeah, the 40th anniversary logo is very dark red. Yes. But it looks good mm-hmm. with the retro font and it yes. looks good. And then when you leave, you got a a poster of a it. A poster of it, yeah. which was still very neat. It was. Yeah. No, I'm not complaining about it. It's, yeah. It was a cool poster. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's an, it's a thick. Um, yeah. Very thick. I mean, almost, card almost cardstock. Yeah. So it was fun. Uh, yeah. We did the, we did the fireworks. Cruise. Cruise that night. Which um, was amazing. Amazing. We were basically right next to where we were for um yeah right at the bridge from France to the UK yeah at the same level as we were for the party in February yeah in fact we they tied the boat to land and then all the boats to each other mhm so that was cool yeah um it was a really really unique view uh-huh and really nice you really don't realize how much Keith, those uh, big flame those torches. torches. Yeah. And, you know, 399, there were uh, eight of us? Yes. Yeah, eight of us. So 399 for eight of us mm-hmm. to do it. It was great. They gave us a ton of snacks to take home and drinks. Right. Because and, right. they'd had a couple canceled during the week. So Yeah, and they have expiration dates on the goodies. Yeah. <laughs> but it was great. Mm-hmm. The whole weekend was good. Yes. I did notice one thing in Harmonious that they did do a slight change to the fireworks. And I think that they did it because the American theater had caught on fire. So the ones that shoot inward, they didn't do. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. But that was because really that's, that's the one I really enjoy is when they all come every from around the world show from around the showcase. Right to shoot in, and they didn't do it. Huh. So I think that's what caused the small damage and fire at um, the yeah, Americas. Maybe. So. I don't know. I didn't notice it, and I didn't even think about it. I, so. like I said, it's just, it's one of my favorite parts of the fireworks show. Um, you know, we said we were going to talk about hurricane stuff, but we may not get to it. Okay. But, so Friday... Our schedule got kind of changed changed because of work, not having power and stuff like that. Right. So we actually got over there much earlier than our original plan had been. Yes. And so we got over around lunchtime and decided to go eat at Disney Springs because we didn't think we'd be able to get into the room. Now, one of the things that was funny is... They had sent all these announcements about, please don't show up before 3 p.m. On the 30th. On the 30th. Because you cannot Friday. get in. Right. And we got a notification that our room was ready about 11, 1130. Yeah. So that was actually really nice that we could get over there and get in the room and mm-hmm. relax a little bit. Yep. So we... uh Decided we were going to eat somewhere that we haven't eaten before. So we went to Planet Hollywood. Yes. 
I'm not going to say the service, it wasn't bad. It was not the greatest service we've ever had. Like, we got all our food, but no no, silverware. Yeah, no utensils. Or napkins. Right. And I understand that that gets lost. Right. Sometimes. Right, because it should have been, yeah. Yeah. But... I mean, this... The waiter, I mean, he came... He came by often enough. He was always kind of rushed. It was always kind of like, are you ready to order? I'll be back in just a couple minutes and we'll get your order. You know? Right. Right. So it, it wasn't horrible. It wasn't the greatest service I've ever had. Right. So we got to the table. We ordered appetizers. We got the Texas Tostados for fourteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. There are five of them. And they were pretty good size. I don't know, yeah. four inches around, five inches. Or across. It was crispy gyoza skins topped with barbecue chicken, sautéed onions, a blend of cheddar and Monterey Jack cheese, and drizzled with sour cream and barbecue sauce served with pico de gallo. They were good. They were good. They were really good. That's something I'd like to try to make at home. Um, yeah, I don't think they'd be that difficult no. to do. Then I had... Oh, it wasn't a smash. Well, it was a smash burger, but I had the original ringer. So they've got five different burgers, plain Jane, and then some other specialty stuff, four actual burgers and a impossible burger or whatever it is. Right. I got the original ringer, which was their sandwiches and stuff now are like Guy Fieri recipes. Okay. So. Maybe they're all owned by the same company. I don't know. Uh, so it was Guy's Smash Grilled Burger Crispy Rojo Onion Ring. Guy's Signature Barbecue Sauce. SMC, which for those who don't know, like us, it's <laughs> super melty cheese. Uh, cheddar, lettuce, tomato, onion, pickles, and donkey sauce on a brioche bun. What's donkey sauce? I don't know. It was good. I mean, it was good. <laughs> Uh, the burgers are served with seasonal fries, and you could add a house or side salad if you wanted to. Right. That burger was nineteen ninety nine. It was enormous, and it was really good. It was really good. You seem to really enjoy that. Yeah, and then you got the bird is the word for yes. seventeen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Crispy fried all natural chicken breast, buttermilk ranch dressing, pickles, cheddar, slaw, and honey hot sauce, also on a brioche bun. And, and also surprise, fries. right. There's no way I could eat the whole thing. I could barely eat what I ate. Right. And so I gave you what was left. Yeah. And I even said, I go, the chicken is amazing. It just the way it combined with the bread, with the with the bun. Right. I think I would have just enjoyed just the chicken. Yeah. And you know, it's funny because when we went to Chicken guy. Mm-hmm. Last February. Right. Um, we all kind of said that the it was all about the sauces because the chicken was kind of bland. Right. That was not the case with that sandwich. That chicken breast was delicious. It really was. So um, we're going back to Planet Hollywood. We've been hearing good things about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, the food lived up to it. Yeah, and I think it would be one of those that would be kind of fun for everyone to get something different and we all kind of 
maybe try some of each other's, yeah. you know? They had a really cool appetizer. Yeah. That I don't, oh, there it is. The whole, the high roller sampler, it mm-hmm. was $40, but it came with the world famous chicken crunch, Texas tostados, buffalo rings, five cheese dips, and fried jumbo shrimp. It says it's served for the table next to us, ordered it for two people. Um, it didn't look like that much food. I guess it no. serves for if you're also ordering lunch. Right. I think it was probably a pretty good lunch for two people. Yeah. Actually, I would agree with that. But it was cool. It came on like a Ferris wheel thing. It was just yeah. disappointing that it didn't turn. <laughs> yeah, that was the one thing. We were like, oh, that would be so cool if it turned. Yeah, it didn't turn. Didn't turn, but no. It was really good food. Mm-hmm. The atmosphere was cool. They have some very cool costumes coming in. and Yeah. Um, and everything was pretty, pretty quick. Yeah. Like I said, I didn't really, I didn't feel rushed. No, I didn't I either. I felt like our server was rushed. Yeah, I think he just had. And I think he was. Like, I think he, were, I think he was a little in the weeds. Yeah. Yeah. They were fairly busy. Yeah. Where we were. Yeah. But we really enjoyed it. So we'll be going back uh-huh. for that. I did enjoy that. Yeah. Um, and then Sunday we had Wine Bar George. Yes. Actually, let's Saturday. Saturday we had um we had beaches and cream. Yeah, we went to beaches and cream. And had food cuz last time you and I went with the family, we just went for ice cream. Right. We went in and had the kitchen sink with seven six people. Right. Um I had a Reuben and fries. As did I had the same thing. It was not as good. No, we had the tater tots. Oh yeah, we had tater tots. Right. Sorry. With Chili cheese and bacon. Yes. Those were awesome. Those were awesome. And the and the Reuben was good. The Reuben was not as good as Grand Floridian Cafe. It was thinner and like yeah. less meat on it. I mean yes. it, but it was very good. It was still no, it had a very good flavor to it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I end up eating my half the next day or later that night. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. But it still tasted, I and I didn't reheat it. It still tasted good cold. <laughs> yeah, right. No, it was, a, it was a good sandwich. Yeah. It, it was not as good as Grand Floridian Cafe, but it was a good sandwich. Yeah, it was good. And, and then, then Sunday morning, we had brunch at Wine Bar George. Right. Um, their menu is super confusing. Very confusing. Because they have entrees, but then they have like big plates and small plates. And yeah. But when we finally found the brunch menu? Yeah. What did you have? I had the, basically it was the uh, biscuits and biscuits and gravy. Oh, that gravy was really good. It was delicious. It was not good reheated, but it was still delicious. I was just starving and I had to eat something. Right. So I put it in the microwave and that was really not a very good decision. Yeah, gravy doesn't usually reheat very well. It Believe it or not, the gravy wasn't bad. It was the biscuit that got uh, weird tasting. Gotcha. But um, it was still delicious. It was huge. Yeah. I had the fried chicken biscuit mm-hmm. that had pimento cheese on the biscuits and then the fried chicken breast, like slider size on top, two of them. Mm-hmm. It was good. It was really good. You were sold at the pimento cheese part. Yeah, I really would have taken just a pimento <laughs> cheese sandwich at that point. <laughs> I'm into that. But it was very good food. I I was impressed with it. Yeah, it was good. Um. 
You had a drink there, too. I did. It was called the Hoot. How was it? Uh, very fruit sweet. Really? Yeah, it had bourbon and like pineapple and stuff and okay. berry and really wasn't what you was thought. Be. No, it was fine. It just, okay. Um, and it was even strong enough. Okay. You know, I think. But yeah, I didn't love it. Yeah. You know, but it was good. I mean, it wasn't horrible. Yeah. It would have been better with vodka. Okay. Or, or even rum. Right. But. So that was basically our trip. We were just there for Saturday at Epcot, really. Yeah, because originally, our original plans was to get there basically the crack of dawn on Saturday. Yeah. And then stay Saturday night. So adding, we just, we added on. We added a night. Right. Which was good. Yeah. It made it a little bit more spread out, I think. As for the hurricane. Yes. So Disney didn't lose power because they have their own power. Right. Backups and all that. Right. So that was good. Mm-hmm. When we got there on Friday, um, we had no problem getting there, and we did not take the interstate all the way there because we had to go drop the dogs off. Right. So north of Sarasota, the storm kind of rained itself out. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I talked to a golf course today on the water in St. Petersburg, said they only got three inches. Wow. So I think it kind of rained itself out down south. Mm-hmm. But all I noticed, there was still, and I understand why, because it's a huge property and a lot of, so there was still moss and twigs on the ground in the parking lot and, you know, small, small branches. Right. Around our building. Mm-hmm. At Saratoga. Now, I did notice that Congress Park, which is preferred, and also right by the entrance, right, um, was much cleaner. Yes. I understand. We're talking about a day, and yeah. they got it reopened. Yeah. But there was some. There was water in low lying grass areas, but I really didn't see like any sidewalks that were covered in water. No. By Friday. Mm. And once you got into the parks, I, I guess there were some rides at Magic Kingdom that were still closed, but we didn't go there. We went to Epcot. There wasn't anything that was closed for storm-related. No. The only thing I did see is that they didn't realize trees had fallen in Animal Kingdom where the boats, the flotillas go. Yeah, I saw they canceled. The, the flotillas, the cavalcade thing, were canceled there. And the... Safari, for obvious reasons. Right. And maybe some damage on uh, Everest. Right. Because I know that didn't reopen right away. Right. But, you know, for the most part, once you got into the park, it was kind of business as usual. Right. Um, we did notice on the road that, yeah, that there were a lot of trees that had fallen towards the interstates or towards things that they just hadn't gotten to yet. That were right. just from in the natural area where trees are just going to fall. Yeah, right. So they recovered very quickly. Yeah. And provided a good time for the guests. Yes, they afterwards. did. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. Oh, we did notice, remember, on Friday that they didn't have the boats running um, because the water level was too high. In the uh, Yeah, the, the boats from Saratoga, Port Orleans, Old Key West were not running. 
as well as the um, Amphibicar. Okay. Friday or Saturday and the Amphibicar, right? Right. Um, the water in those ponds was really high because they were pumping water into the ponds. Right. But on Sunday, Sunday that. they reopened, though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that was really, I mean... I mean, overall, it looked bad. really good. I mean, considering. Yeah, exactly. That's all I got. Okay. That's all I got. All right. We are going to wrap up this week's episode. Um, as always, thank you, everyone, for listening, for supporting the show. Um, if you haven't already, follow us on Instagram at MickeyFile underscore podcast. Uh, check out our Facebook page and join the Facebook group, the Mickey File Improvement District. <laughs> uh, podcast is available anywhere you can find podcasts. Uh, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, all of them. Everything, everything, basically. Uh, like, follow, subscribe, rate, share, share, share. Share, share, share. You know. Tell your friends, family, people on the street about the podcast. And that's it. Goodbye. Good night, everybody. Thank you.